Hello, I'm Katie Hind and welcome back to Jungle Confidential, the Mail's podcast and your place to hear all the army celeb gossip. Well, it's a big day over in Australia today because tonight we're going to see the first eviction of the series. Who will it be? There are dodgy websites that are saying it's going to be my guilty pleasure, Matt Hancock, who's going to get the boot first. And there's no way that's happening. The bookies are saying it might be Charlene White. She is, of course, irritating her campmates and viewers alike, in fact, by refusing to sleep on the proper bed that's been provided for her in the RV, which is where Matt Hancock is also sleeping. I mean, why wouldn't you want to go in there? (laughs) Last night, though, it was all about a trip to the beach for Matt Hancock, the wonderful Jill Scott and Sue Cleaver, kind of mum of the camp. How sorry did you feel for Owen? He's so hungry and he couldn't go. Um, Imagine the envy, not just of him, but of the rest of the group. Their beach barbecue menu looked amazing for us at home. Boy George wasn't impressed, but then he never is, is he? So today, I'm joined by our very own Sarah Packer. She's our chief showbiz reporter, covering the show from the Gold Coast. She's been getting some amazing scoops out there. So I'm so happy that she's joining us today. It's been a busy week for you, hasn't it, Sarah? I know you spent most of it hanging out at airports, waiting for family members to arrive. Morning, Sarah. Morning. So it's morning here, and what time is it there, Sarah? It's quarter past seven in the evening on Friday, so I'm a bit ahead of you. Yeah, and it's already dark there. Despite it being a very busy week for you, I know you've spent most of it waiting at airports. Who have you seen? Well, probably the most exciting person who I saw was Matt Hancock's girlfriend, Gina. We waited at the airport for her and she was actually the first one to arrive, so she didn't leave us in suspense. She spoke to us. She was really, really friendly and warm. And we were surprised by that, really, you know, with all the media attention on how we thought maybe she would do a quick exit. But lucky enough, she stopped and gave us a chat. How did she seem? I mean, was she did she seem happy? Did she seem nervous? I mean, she must have been tired. As you know, it's a very long flight from London to Brisbane. Yes. Despite it being a 24 hour journey, she looked fresh. She looked glamorous. She looked very relaxed and happy to be there. And yeah, I mean, she looked better than I did coming off that flight, I have to say. (laughs) I don't believe that, Sarah. So what did she say to you? Is she excited for Matt? Worried for Matt? No, she is full of confidence for Matt. She said that she had been so impressed by how he had been performing on the show so far. She said it would be hard to be unimpressed because he's been doing so well in all of the trials. She said he's made of tough stuff, so she expected nothing less from him. Well, we have seen him get stuck in, haven't we? How long do you think she's going to have to wait to see him again? Obviously, he's mentioned her quite a lot, hasn't he, in the jungle as being the best thing about being evicted from the camp. Personally, you know what I think about Hancock. I just love him. I think he's going to be in the final. But what what do you think? Well, you could be right, you know. I mean, I read a lot of the comments from our readers and they all seem to be enjoying Matt on the show. They seem to be rooting for him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he made... Final five, maybe not final three, but I think we're going to see more of him in the jungle so far. He definitely won't be the first to go. So you've seen Gina. You, In fact, of course, we saw Gina leave London, didn't we? You had that scoop too, Sarah. We had the pictures. We saw her at the beginning of the journey and we saw her at the end of the journey. And, you know, she wore the same outfit, but when she began her journey, she was wearing a nice winter green emerald coat. And by the time we saw her in Australia, she had stripped down. She was wearing all black clothes, sleeveless black top, black trousers. She looked really comfortable. And yeah, probably getting used to the hot weather here now. 
Well, um, she's a lucky lady. Um, who else have you seen? I, th- I believe you saw Chris Moyles' fiance. Yeah, we saw Chris Moyles' fiance, who is also the manager of Boy George. So she's got two connections here in Australia, which not many people may know about. No, that's really interesting, isn't it? There, that I mean, you wonder, don't you? Who's she going to be rooting for? They must have known each other quite well before they went in as well, mustn't they? We haven't been told about that, have we? No, and it's um, I think Chris. And George have probably done the most not to speak about it in Cat. Maybe it's a bit embarrassing for Chris. Like, I remember him telling a story when he had to go to Boy George's house and, like, collect his, like, laundry for him or some sort of story like this. So perhaps he would rather not speak about it on the show. <laughs> I hope it's not really fair on the on the viewers, though, is it? We're not told about this quite a strong connection, I'd say. I know. It would be really, really interesting. And, I mean, a lot of other conversations have come to light particularly towards Hancock so yeah you kind of want each one of the contestants to be as transparent but hopefully it will come up I mean we'll definitely ask him so Sean Walsh's girlfriend you saw her she she arrived fairly heavily pregnant didn't she which she was surprised to see yes well Sean and Grace announced they were expecting in October so I can assume she is four five months pregnant so she did really well to make the 24-hour journey but she was in great spirits. She's so excited for Sean. Like she said that she hopes that him being on the show will mean that people change their perception towards him and get to know the real him better. So she's rooting for him all the way. And, and finally, um, Owen's mum. I love Owen. I love Owen. <clears throat> she must be a very proud mum. How is she? She's so proud. She's missing him so, so much. I think she wants him to win and wants him to be evicted so she can give him a hug in equal measures. Um, But she was hilarious. She said that her friends had been watching him strip off in the shower scene and even they were like, oi, oi. And she was like, yeah, that's not appropriate, but it is what it is. That's very funny. You met some of these contestants before they went in a couple of weeks ago now. You sat with them all, didn't you, for quite some time. Um, Who did you like the best? Ooh, that's hard. Well, sadly, my favourite contestant was Olivia Atwood, but we all know what happened there. So if I had to pick a second favourite, I would have to say during the interviews, it was Chris Moyles. Like, he was so friendly. Obviously, he knows how to talk, being a radio host. He just was so full of conversation and... We barely had to ask him any questions because, you know, he was so forthcoming. Um, although he hasn't really shown that side to him so much in the jungle. So, yeah, it's funny how people feel comfortable in different situations. He seems to be really terrified in there. And Mike Tyndall. I mean, I'm so surprised we haven't seen more of Mike Tyndall. I know we've seen him in his tiny little swimming trunks. And of course, you know, he's done a couple of 1990s raps and done a couple of press-ups. But I mean, what was he like? He was slightly reserved during the interviews. I'm not sure that's a space he feels completely comfortable. And obviously we want to ask him lots of questions about his royal family and I know that he'll have his reservations there um, but I have enjoyed the, some of the antidotes you know that we've heard from him in the jungle and yeah seeing him, him in his uh, tiny pants <laughs> that's always a plus but yeah I, I think that maybe he's quietly annoyed by some of the campmates like we've seen him um, throw a few swear words out the last couple of days towards Charlene and boy George and the chanting so I think he's just trying to keep some composure in there 
I mean, I don't blame them uh, to throw swear words about Boy George's chanting. I think it would drive me around the bend. I know, it does seem to be every day, very, very frequent. Yeah, I mean, he predicted this himself during the interview that we did with him before the jungle. He said, I know it's going to get on everyone's nerves. So he's fully aware of that and he is still going ahead with it. But it's his lifestyle. It's part of his transformation and how he got his life back on track. So I think we're going to see more of his chanting if he stays in. Jill Scott, now what was she like? What was she like when you met her? Because she seems so lovely, doesn't she? And look, we've actually seen a really funny side to her as well. She comes out with some real cracking one-liners, doesn't she? She does. She was great to interview. She was so friendly. She does come across really warm and kind. And I think she has the best intentions. You know, she's completely for her campmates and that came across when we spoke to her as well like I think she's genuinely there for the experience she's got no intentions of winning which she may well do and yeah she was a great great person to talk to just very free so you're one of the privileged few to actually have been inside the camp which is just fascinating you wrote a fantastic piece um, on Mail Online about it what really fascinates me is They keep going running, don't they? Matt Hancock, Jill Scott. They're going running. Where are they going? Because as far as I can see, it's just a really small kind of, you know, 10 metre by 10 metre plot. No, it's so large. I mean, just to get to the camp, you have to cross over the high bridges that you see Ant and Deck going over to get to the camp to announce who's been nominated for the next trial. So it's quite a mission to get in there. And then once you are in there, it is quite a space. Like I think the the initial camp, because there's so many of them as well, it seems quite cramped and they all sleep so close together. But you have to take quite a walk to then get to the shower and then quite a walk to get to the stream where they wash in. And we saw Matt Hancock and Sean watching him wash in like one of the first scenes. So it's all quite spaced apart. And I think, yeah, in the end, you probably feel like you want to get moving. So I don't blame them for wanting to run, especially like a sports person like Jill Scott. So, so they do have the space on the outside of where we see them. So how far would the shower be from perhaps like the RV, for example? Uh, it's not far, you know, less than a 10 minute walk. Well, that's quite a way though, isn't it? It's quite a long walk to go and have a shower. Yeah, and also to the dunny, you know, it's not right there. Like you can't just pop to the loo in the middle of the night. You do have to get out of bed and like walk a significant way, which I wouldn't want to do in the dead of night in the jungle. No, I mean, they're very brave. I mean, as I've said a few times already on here, I don't know why people do it. So tonight is quite a big day. We've got the first eviction of the series. Who do you think is going to go? Well, it's hard because I really enjoyed watching Charlene, uh, Charlene White at the beginning of the series. And I think she's started to struggle. And I think as time's gone on, perhaps she will be the first to go. Um, Obviously, we've seen a lot of tension in camp because she's the deputy, but she refuses to sleep in the RV, which lots of people see as being such a privileged position, but she's not using it. And Yeah, as I say, that's causing real tensions. And I think that the viewers, they feel that for the people in there. Why do you think she's not sleeping in the RV? I mean, you look inside it, don't you? You think, God, I totally sleep in here. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a bit hot. I I don't know. But I mean, it's a proper bed. I mean, you know, otherwise it's it's a really uncomfortable camp bed or, or a hammock. Surely you would just do it. I know. Well, we saw her go in there and there were two big spiders and she kind of let that be an excuse why she didn't want to sleep in there the first night. And that's okay. All right. I get that. But as time's gone on, I definitely think that there's a 
bigger reason for the fact she's not sleeping in there. And obviously the person she's, she would be sleeping in there with is Matt Hancock. And I don't know if deep down she just doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget, she is a newsreader. She has a duty to not be politically biased. She obviously didn't know Matt Hancock was going to be in there. None of us did when she signed up. And I wonder if she's, she's, she knows professionally she's got to keep her distance from him. She's got commitments to ITV, who she works for, ITV News, of course. But, but I don't think, as you said, the viewers, the viewers don't understand this, do they? And they are getting, I think they're just like, what is the matter with you? You know, you sort of think she should come out and say that. I mean, I would love for her to come out and say that. And that will be our job whenever she does leave the jungle to, to really ask those <laughs> yes. reasons why. But yeah, I think she's keeping um, her cards close to her chest there. She's not saying too much, at least not that we have seen being aired on the show. Um, and I think, yeah, the, the cast, especially Mike, you know, he was getting really frustrated the last couple of days, like not understanding why she won't just sleep in there and make everything easier for everyone else. So why is no one else sleeping in there? Are they not allowed? Because Matt was voted the leader of the camp and then he elected Charlene as his deputy, they are the ones chosen to sleep in the RV if they so wish. Like, they don't have to, but no one else can. And I'm not sure what the repercussions would be if someone else were to sleep in there, but I don't, I'm not sure they'd want to take that risk. OK, so who else do you think could be on the cards to go tonight other than Charlene? Well, perhaps Boy George as well. I mean, they've both been nominated for a trial tonight and that's always a good indication of how the public are feeling. And George, you know, he's been slightly controversial at times as well. You know, some people have said that he's quite toxic in the camp. And I mean, I love it. It's great viewing. It's really entertaining. But, you know, perhaps he isn't as jolly as, say, Jill Scott or Owen, who are, you know, really lovable characters. I think Jill and Owen... And Matt Hancock will go all the way. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you see as, as this year's winner, king or queen of the jungle? Well, definitely Jill. I think everything we've discussed here, it is most definitely Jill who I see winning. I think that if you look at past winners, it's always someone that was a really, you know, happy and positive influence on the camp. And I think she's definitely that, you know, she's been busting out her dance moves. She's been busting out the one-liners. And I just think that, yeah, she's a really warm and lively, happily influenced on camp. And I think people warm to that on the outside too. The other woman who I think has been lovely and really, really part of the gang, if you like, is Scarlett Douglas. I mean, even I, as a showbiz jealous, who, you know, I've been doing it a long time. I didn't really know who she was and I knew very little about her. I just think she's adorable. No, I completely agree. And I have to say she's the one that my mum, you know, when she's watching the show, oh, I love Scarlett. You know, Scarlett's so lovely. So she definitely will have the mum vote there and and I agree you know getting to know her I'm not a, a viewer or someone that watches a place in the sun just because that's on during the day times when we're at work but I think she has a real fan base with people that do love that show and yeah she's she's come across great again just someone that gets stuck in someone that likes to have some fun I think this year's lineup has been excellent hasn't it I mean Babatunde makes me laugh Sean Walsh makes me laugh I mean there's so many of them that make me laugh and that's kind of what we want isn't it we love we love you know we love it especially at the moment you know with with the country the way it is we love to have a bit of light relief and I just think this show I mean as we see from the ratings it's just so insanely popular so on to tonight so we're going to see Boy George as mentioned Boy George and Charlene take on a I think a water challenge right it sounds like it's going to be hard and also disgusting as with all bush tucker trials I think the water challenges are particularly difficult because 
not only do you have to put yourself out there in terms of lots of gunk and bugs being thrown at you, but it's also physically challenging, you know, holding your breath underwater and such. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they both get on. Is there anything else you can tell us about tonight's show? Sarah gets to find out before the rest of us what's going to be on our television screens tonight. Does it look like it's going to be a good episode? Obviously, it's going to be exciting because we're going to see the first person leave. But is it a good one tonight? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a good episode tonight. I think that off the back of, you know, certain campmates such as Matt Hancock letting to go to the beach, have this treat day, I think tensions will continue to rise there because, you know, a lot of campmates were unhappy that they didn't get to go. Owen even said he felt like Matt was just having a holiday. So I think that sums it up. And also, yep, the first eviction and also the trial between uh, Charlene and Boy George, you know, it will be Charlene's first challenge. So it will be interesting to see how she gets on. Maybe she won't be as strong as, as she uh showed herself to be at the beginning of the series. I want to ask you about Ant and Deck. They have been so funny. I mean, they're funny every year, aren't they? They are great. They're the, be- they're the best part of the show for me. I love them. So what have Ant and Deck been up to? I mean, we see them on the telly for a couple of hours, well, a couple of hours max, don't we? And, and they do a bit of work in the morning, I guess. But, you know, what are they doing the rest of the time? Well, today I know that they've been celebrating Ant's birthday. I think they had, like, a big late lunch outside enjoying the weather it was a beautiful day today so you know he got lucky there in terms of celebrating and being able to enjoy the outdoors and yeah I've seen like all of the crew came together they did him a cake a little spread and he said he got quite emotional because they all sang for he's a jolly good fellow they sang happy birthday to him so you know I think um you know you can see that it really means a lot to them being back in Australia that's been said quite a few times as well they keep making jokes don't they about how <laughs> how rubbish it was in Wales which is a bit unfair because we did enjoy that show, didn't we? Sarah, thank you so, so much. I really hope we see you again on here before the end of the show. Keep working. We're loving, we're, we're loving Sarah's exclusives and Sarah's scoops and we're very proud of what she's doing over there. So thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm Katie Hind and that was Jungle Confidential, the Mail's daily podcast about all things I'm a celebrity. Find us at dailymail.co.uk slash jungleconfidential, Mail Plus or wherever you subscribe to get your podcasts from. Join us every day for insiders, male experts, former winners, celebrities and insider info you won't hear anywhere else. Listener.